I am so proud of you for listening to this podcast today as you are making an intentional choice to not just make Easter a one-day celebration that's mostly about a fancy dress and chocolate-filled bunnies, but to make it about knowing the one we are celebrating that day, Jesus. Over the next seven weeks, we will slow down the final days of Jesus' life. We will take a peek into each of these moments so that we can know Him better. I want to teach you some common Lent practices, Bible study, fasting, Lent candles, repentance, and prayer. I will guide you through implementing each of these. Help me spread the message by sharing it with your friends and family on social media, and also by clicking the button to text this episode to them. We both know all of us struggle with how to really focus on Jesus during Easter. And it's crazy because this should be the holiday we go all in for. But I get it, we've never been shown how. My friend, that all changes with this study. We are going to do this together. This Lent study is brought to you by Online Women's Bible Study. I would love for you to join our community as we are growing even more in God's Word. And I'm giving you a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. This will be automatically applied when you sign up today. This spring, we are studying the book of James, which is the perfect complement to this final day's Lent study, because it was one of the very first letters written to the first followers of Jesus. So as you are studying the final days of Jesus' life, you will see how the first followers lived it out. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. All right, let's get started with today's session. Faith and Fruit If you haven't already, spend some time in prayer. Praise God. Repent of sins. Ask for others and yourself. Yield to God. Wait and listen. We start our journey today of Jesus' final days. You are going to fall in love with the humanity of Jesus today as we get to see how he was fully man and yet in the same moment, fully God. Read Matthew 21, 18 through 22 and record what happened. Matthew 21, 18 through 22. Early in the morning, as Jesus was on his way back to the city, he was hungry. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it and found nothing on it except leaves. Then he said to it, may you never bear fruit again. Immediately the tree withered. And when the disciples saw this, they were amazed. How did the fig tree wither so quickly? They asked. And Jesus replied, truly, I tell you, if you have little faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what you have, what you, what was done to the fig tree, but you can also say to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and it will be done. If you believe you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. You can also read Mark 11, 12 through 14 and verses 20 through 26 for another gospel perspective of this account. Question, what shows Jesus is fully man? What shows Jesus is fully God? I think Jesus might have been a little hungry, hangry here. Hungry plus angry. We've all been there, right? We are so hungry, we might be a little unreasonable. I can't go so far to say Jesus was being unreasonable because he's Jesus, but maybe a little bit. Here's the deal. While the scripture tells us it wasn't the season for figs, he wasn't being completely ridiculous to expect to find fruit. Once fig trees start to grow leaves, the fruit grows quickly afterwards. So since there were already leaves, it wasn't too far-fetched to think that there would also be figs. There is a parallel to our, our lives here. 
Oftentimes we can do all the things to give the appearance of growth in life. We go to church, Bible study, do certain things or watch other things. We are modest in appearance and simple in life, etc. Yet the word of God doesn't dwell in us or us in it. And we don't aim to love God and others with all that we are. And we don't live surrender to him other than our right actions and choices. There's little actual fruit in our lives. Mark where you are, then share why you marked that. The three options, withered, leaves sprouting, fruitful. Question, why did you mark yourself where you did? Jesus cursed the tree and it withered immediately. Jesus doesn't mess around. In our tolerance-centered culture, we forget about the justice of God. We forget that he didn't care about relevance like we do. We are made righteous through him, not through our own efforts. Question, how did Peter respond when he saw the tree had actually withered? Would you have responded the same way? God's judgment can often be surprising. Didn't he come to save? Wasn't he supposed to bring peace? We learn in this story that the Lord has no interest in tolerating our facades. He couldn't care less if we came come across like we have it all together. He wants us to be submitted to him and bearing his fruit because he lives within us. Read Galatians 5, 6 through 24 and write out the fruit. Galatians 5, 16 through 24. So I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh, for the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish, selfish ambition, dissension, factions, and envy, and drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you as I did before, and those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. In college, I remember reading about the fruit of the Spirit and writing each out each writing out each word on a note card and putting it on my wall. I'd pray that the Lord would gift me with each of these. I would work hard to have more patience, be kinder, exhibit more self-control, etc., etc. I had it all wrong. Even though my intentions were pure, I was trying to grow my own fruit. My effort or intentions weren't bad, but they were just leaves. Question, what is necessary for fruit to grow in you? The only answer is the Spirit. We don't really know what to do with the Spirit, but we need to know so we can stop our efforts to grow grow fruit and instead let the Spirit grow it within us. Read these verses on the Spirit and write out what you learn about Him. John 14, 26 through 27. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all the things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. 
Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Romans 8, 26 through 28. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through worldless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. What a kind Savior. He doesn't leave us to ourselves to figure this out. If he did, all we would be able to produce are leaves. Instead, he sent a helper. This is actually the story of Lent. He doesn't leave us. He makes sure we are more than taken care of. Question. What does having faith in moving mountains and having and moving mountains have to do with a cursed fig tree? Does this seem strange to you? Nothing is impossible for those who believe. Nothing. Even that thing that keeps keeps you from bearing fruit, temptation or sin, even that thing can be moved. Question. What keeps you from bearing fruit? Even those things cannot keep you from him. If I can help, if he can help move mountains, then he can remove whatever you wrote above. His word says it can happen if we do not doubt in our hearts and believe that he will come to pass. Mark eleven twenty three. The issue has never been God's ability. It's been our doubting and lack of belief that keeps many of his miracles from happening. Finally, he gives us one final part of the equation to see miracles. Question. What do we need to do before we pray? Forgiveness is hard. It's something we often sweep over all past hurts. We don't want to stir things up. We don't want to go through it all again. We have confused stuffing our emotions down for forgiveness. Ignoring things that have hurt you is unforgiveness. Avoiding drama and confrontation is unforgiveness. Forgiveness is hard, but it is also healing. Forgiveness doesn't take, doesn't always make things better, but it makes your heart better. Question, how do you define forgiveness? If you aren't sure, do a word study on forgiveness. Question, is there anyone you need to forgive today? We'll wrap today as we always do. What should you do? How can you apply what you have heard today? James one twenty two. And who should you tell? What is something you can share about today? Who should you share this with? My prayer for you is that you would feel like you know Jesus more as we work our way through his final days. His story is the reason we celebrate on Easter Sunday because it's the thing that has totally changed our lives. I so hope this was encouraging to you. If it was, it would be so helpful if you would leave a review for this show. If it wasn't, well, you don't have to leave a review. Finally, please share this with your friends. We want to encourage as many people as we can with this free and super easy to do Lint study. And when you share about it on social media, be sure to use hashtag hearers and doers podcast and tag me at Becky Kaiser. As a reminder, if you are looking to grow in God's word and community, you get a week free to try out being a member at onlinewomensbiblestudy.com. I'll see you tomorrow with another final day's episode.